Welcome to another edition of the Varsity Podcast, and it is December 1st, officially the start of uh, the march to the end of the season. Justin Barney, Sponge Franklin, and we are standing pat with three teams in the state semifinals in Florida and one in Georgia. Sponge, it is about that time where, man, football season just about put a bow on it. Yeah, it's almost done, man, for sure. We've uh, grinded out a long season. Uh, we hope for some teams to be still running. There's, like I say, we got three left in in Florida, one in Georgia, and we'll see what they can do this Friday night. Yeah, well, uh, before we look ahead to state semifinals, let's recap what happened last week. We started uh, the area started out last week with six total teams: five in Florida, one in Georgia, uh, and we wound up with four this week. Uh, Gainesville Buholtz 37, Nice 14. Kind of expected that game um, to play out like it did. Region 1-5A, Baker County 26, Wakulla 10. And 1-4A, Region uh, 1-4A, Bowles 55, South Walton 7. Region 1-2A, Trinity Christian 39, Quincy Monroe 22. And Region 3-1A, Chiefland 29, Union County 27. Uh, Georgia State Quarterfinals, Class 3A, Pierce County 35, Peach County 30. So let's start at the top there, Sponge, as we do every week. We look back before looking ahead. What was your kind of takeaway from last week? And I know you picked Nice. Uh, they didn't, they struggled at, at really turnovers. I was at that game, and uh, turnovers the story of that game for the Panthers. Yeah, uh, going into that one, you know, I was going upset special, hoping they could, uh, you know, pull the upset and go another week, dream season, continue. You know, obviously that didn't happen. I think uh, the other games – we we both thought Bowles and Trinity would roll, and they did. So that was no big surprise. You know, we were hoping for Baker County to kind of get into a little slugfest with Wakulla. They kind of took care of them. They played good defense, and you know, held them to ten points and got the win. But yeah, going back to the Nice game, I know you went to it, and it seemed like it was you know they they had a good start. You know, kept it close for a little while, even even at halftime, still still a, a one score game. So you're like, okay, maybe if they can create something, you know, you know, you said that. Every time they would make a play, Buholtz would, you know, get a Come turnover right back. back. And it was yep. just back and forth with turnovers. And then eventually Buholtz, you know, made a couple drives in that second half and kind of put, put the nail in the coffin and just made it too big of a lead for them to come back on. And, you know, I don't know if they just didn't want to – you said they were, made a, ran some trick plays, got a little too cute on offense. Maybe they should have just stuck to – what they were doing and just, you know, turnovers, like you say, will kill you in playoff games for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, you know, I thought Nice did well. I thought that's how that game would play out. I really thought it would be a close game for a little bit, and yeah. it was. Um, and really, to me, the difference in that game were the turnovers. Nice had a pick in the end zone, great interception in the end zone to kill a Buholtz drive, um, and they wind up flipping the field uh, not long after that. Um, but they come after that Nice interception – they come out, throw a tip pass, turnover. Buholtz gets it right back. Buholtz comes back. They have a field goal blocked by Donovan Wilson. The return by Creed McClafferty goes about 50 yards back across midfield. And then uh, Nice, again, turns the ball over. Um, you, just, you can't do that. They had a field goal blocked. Um, and so I think you know when, when you get those takeaways against a powerful team like Buholtz, you've got to do something yeah, with it, even if advantage. it's even if it's advantage. grind out a 15 play drive, burn clock, and, and you don't get anything. But um, to give the ball right back and then end up giving um, Buholtz points back uh, was not uh, not good. And then that second half, I think Buholtz was just too dominant. That defensive line uh, was just cutting through Nice. But again. Great season by Nice, back-to-back one-win seasons, and they're playing for a spot in the state semifinals. Yeah, Kyle no, no doubt. Company, great definitely, season. definitely great season from from where they've been. You know, he's building something special over there. So hopefully, that continues. Obviously, they had a ton of seniors, so you know you're going to have a little bit of a I don't know rebuild is how you want to say it, but 
when you lose a lot of guys like that, you know, now you're going to have to have those young guys who have hopefully bought in step up and become, you know, this this next year's leaders. Obviously, you got a good foundation, got a quarterback back, but he's going to have to find some new targets. You know, I'm sure they're losing some guys on the O-line and they're losing some key defensive guys. So, definitely, you know, hopefully they can keep the train rolling over there, but you would you would expect a bit of a, a step back, but hopefully uh, Stokes and company and Colin Drafts and those guys can, you know, continue winning some games for, for next year. So, this is a good – building block from coming off one win seasons for sure. Yeah, I think if you would have told Colin Drafts and Marcus Stokes and Dom Henry and Ben Bogle and those guys at the beginning of the year, um, you you could be 9-4 and four and playing the state semifinals, and I think, yeah, I think they would have taken that, that yeah, 10 out of 10 yeah. times, oh, yeah, even sure. though you didn't uh, get over that hurdle and, and reach the Final Four. But nonetheless, still a fantastic season from Nice. Baker County, all defense. They have been phenomenal all season. Defensively, 26-10 over Wakulla. Orlando Holland, the defensive end, eight sacks last week. Yeah, Eight that's, sacks that's crazy. last that's, week. That's a season for some guys. Unbelievable. He's got 26 on the year. I was out at Baker County practice this week. Um wanted to ask Orlando about it, and Kevin Mays, the coach there, said, oh, he, he's not much of a talker. So uh, <laughs> he doesn't like doing interviews and stuff, kind of lets his play speak for himself. And um, But, man, what a surprise uh, to see that kind of performance. Uh, Kevin Mays said that Baker County really saw some things. They um, they could exploit that game and just kept running it at uh, Wakulla. Um, it shut down Zamarian Smith and uh, just a, a good defensive effort from Baker County. And that's what you need going into uh, probably your biggest yeah, game in, uh, in years. They, they need that uh, this weekend for sure. Uh, having to make that long trip to Miami, playing Miami Central, you know, as a powerhouse team, you're going to need about eight sacks and some more, and then you're going to need something else too. So Yeah, do you have that kind of defense against a program like Miami yeah, Central? Yeah, for sure, because Miami Central, you know, they always have – a ton of dudes, and they're always really good. They've, you know, they they ran the state playoffs and state championships for several, several years in whatever classification they ran. So, definitely going to be a major tough out for Baker County having to go on the road Friday and uh, play play them. So, hopefully, they can continue that defensive prowess to you know keep them in the game. You know, so then then you know you get a couple bounces your way, or this, that, and the other, and you can you know hopefully say, hey, we we're it's a four quarter game and we're in the game. And you know, not get beat badly, but Central is a whole nother animal, man. Yeah, and you know, Baker County last week they they've been pitching these kind of defensive efforts all season long and, and blending a little offense. You know, the week before against West Florida, it was it was defense and not much offense. They won a, a three point game, thirteen to ten. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see them bounce back this week with the right blend of offense. Cam Smith had three rushing touchdowns. Big game for him. He's approaching 1,500 yards rushing on the season, 18 touchdowns. Um, and to do it against Wakula, Wakula had um, played very well, came up here uh, and beat range the week before and uh, took advantage of a lot of range turnovers. But um, Baker County's got to get that offense going. I don't think you're going to win a, a 13-10 no. game against Miami Central. Definitely you're going to have to generate a little bit of offense. But uh, great game last week. I mean, defensively, I can't remember a performance like uh, – uh, like Orlando Hollins last week, eight sacks in a game, um, and just the defense for Baker County all season long has just been unbelievably tough. I mean, 22 interceptions as a team. Um, Jamil Jones has 10, Ronnie Ellis five. Uh, just defensive performance after defensive performance. They've only allowed one team to score 21 points or more, uh, excuse me, more than 21 points this season. So um, great win against Wakulla at home. But, again, you said different animal this week. Bulls 55, South Walton 7. South Walton scored on the last play of the game yeah. to, uh, to get in the end zone. So, a little deceptive there. Bulls all over them. We thought that was going to happen. Yeah, you know, Bulls has been Bulls. And, obviously, playing these teams, 
the, that first and second round has always been a bit of a cakewalk every year for Bulls. They, you know, they're going to cruise right there to the Final Four. Then, obviously, the competition stiffens up. So, no big surprise. Um, I mean, that team was had a good record. They were even, I think, were they one, they're the one seed one as well? Seed, yeah, yeah, so they were the one. I know I saw people complaining about, you know, FHSA and the RPI, you know, sometimes the strength of schedules and all that, you know, to where this team was the one, and it's like, give me a break. But they were the one, and Bulls – you know, went out and filleted them. Yeah, they, they 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 stomped on them for sure. Yeah, so that's you know, you know I looked at South Walton's schedule and they played Bowls, I believe, in Matt Toblin's first year in uh, at Bowls and beat them sixty-two to six. Yeah, so I thought it would be more of the same. Right. Uh, it turned out it was, and um, you know, just when you're when you're playing when your team like South Walton, you're scheduling one A, two A, three A teams for the bulk of your schedule. It, it just it doesn't translate well yeah. to what you know a team like Bowles and Trinity do and. You know, again, we saw Trinity limp into the playoffs last like what, what four or five games. Yeah. Um, and just a, a bad sign. But when you're playing, you know, you talk to Corky Rogers, you talk to Matt Toblin, you talk to Verlin Dormany, and these guys say we schedule tough because mm-hmm. we want the playoffs. We want our team to a be ready for the playoffs, and, and in Trinity or Bowles cases, you know, we want the playoffs to be easier than our regular it, season. Exactly, and that's exactly what happens every year. Those every year, those two teams go in. Those first, second, and third round games are all pretty much easier than any game they played in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then the competition stiffens when you get to the final four. That's what you expect, you know, two games to win a state championship. So yeah, you schedule hard, you play tough teams. Yeah, you might not win some of those games, but obviously you're banging with the best. So that always is going to prove to be, you know, a good formula, in my opinion. Yeah, when you're playing the Riverside's one week yeah. and then you're playing Quincy Monroe the next, I think it really prepares <laughs> yeah. you for that yeah, kind hello. of yeah. That's that's that kind ma- of major change in defensive. You know, like you look at the Riverside. You know, the, that game that's a great defense all year. They've been you know pretty good on offense. Then you talk about you know playing a Bowles who's got a killer defense, and then you play you know St. John Paul and Quincy Monroe, and it's like yeah. You see what Trayon did. So yes. you're like you're like this is you know, Cade Fru and those guys just cut through uh, South Walton like it was no problem. So yeah, Cade like, had three touchdowns in the first quarter. Yeah, it was almost like that West Nassau game. Yeah, right really. Up to week it, one. It know? really it really was. So uh, in Region One Two A, Trinity thirty nine, Monroe twenty two, kind of the uh, more of the same thing. Trayon Webb has Oof. you know he's been he's not been healthy for the, the yeah. better portion of um you know a year and a half and he's definitely turned on these last two games and man it you can tell he's healthy he's running well and when you have a guy that is that good and he's fresh you yeah. know he's not got a lot of mileage on his legs no, he's and tough. he's a tough tackle for sure he is he's a big kid he's a hard runner he's fast and man he is tough to bring down i think 30 carries for like over 500 yards in these last two games yeah and three touchdowns uh, i mean unbelievable rushing effort from Trayon webb uh one time oklahoma commit uh he decommitted this past week with the lincoln riley news uh but nonetheless trinity 39 22 it got a little close there in that game yeah uh, trinity know. was I, up 32 I, I gotta get on, i gotta get on my boy bushy man colin has thrown back-to-back weeks he's thrown pick sixes yeah 98 at, and, and 97 like, yards you know in the red zone like you got to take care of it right there and go ahead and put one in the end zone instead of you're flipping points the other way i mean it was it's Obviously, the game was, I think it was 32 to nothing at that point. You know, and the, even the week before, it was, you know, blowout fashion. But you're just like, you don't want to do that in a tight game. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to take care of that and don't turn it over in the red. So, yeah, back-to-back weeks of 98, 97-yard pick sixes. Yeah, and that's – you've got to you've – and he's only a freshman. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously, but he's had – you know, his, his start to the season was electric, and he's really kind of 
struggled in that, you know, from that six games onward. Um, really, probably from that Bowls game onward, he struggled a little bit with um, you know, whether it's offensive line protection. I know definitely, in that Bowls game, was definitely a part of it for sure. There were some some awful snaps in that game. I, Bowles just um, feasted on Trinity's offensive line that game, and I think that uh, comes back to the quarterback not feeling comfortable. But you can't you can't have those mistakes against Quincy Monroe and St. John's Paul. Um, to do that. So learning curve, hopefully he can uh, correct those going forward as only a freshman, but uh, nonetheless. Oh, yeah. uh, Region 3-1A, our last one in Florida. Chieftain 29, Union County 27. Tigers unbeaten season ends on a missed two-point conversion. So yeah, I thought we would get um, four teams through last week. I thought I thought Union County would win. I thought Nice would lose and the other, uh, yeah. the other three would win, but Union County loses that game you, you were skeptical on that one too but yeah i think you know i think i convinced you to see and go with the tigers but <laughs> i mean they were right there in the game you know you miss a two-point conversion to win it that's tough yeah so uh, again union county was 12 and 0 and in the number three seed in that region so um goes again back to that rpi kind of question um you know should they be a higher seed or should they tink should fha tinker with that that playoff criteria a little bit more. I don't know. I, I like I like it. I, think I like I, how it is. I like how it is, too. I like the new format of it. And plus, really, to be honest with you, I, Madison County is Madison County. Yeah. They look like a beast. Like, I, Granted, I think they're – what are they playing? Hawthorne? Mm-hmm. So, I think that could be a good game. But Madison County's run that lower class the last several years. So, I don't – as good as Union County had of a year, I think it would be tough for them to win the 1A title. Yeah, anyways. I agree. I mean, you've got, again, Madison County and 1A is just the uh, gatekeeper there. Yeah, so. for sure. Okay, and that wraps us up for last week. Let's look ahead to this week's games. Um, we got Man, we got some good ones on Friday night. So, Bowles, Coco in Region 1-4A. Baker County, we mentioned, at Miami Central. Trinity Christian at Orlando Christian Prep. And then uh, Carver at Pierce County in Georgia. So, uh, started from 5A, Baker County, Miami Central. This is a tough battle. Yeah, totally. A tough battle. I mean, Miami Central is a two-time defending state champion. They're trying to go for a three-peat um, just every year. Miami Central, whether they're in 6A, 5A, whatever class, they're just a dynamite program. And I know, you know, Kevin Mays, I saw him this week, and he said, we've got to play our game of the year, our defensive game of the year to have a chance in this game because, again, you're going on the road to Miami. That's not a road trip you want to make um, as it stands, but to play Miami Central um, in the mecca of high school football in the state. Yeah. What What do you think Baker well, County needs to do to win this game? They they have to, like like Kevin May said, they've got to play almost a flawless game. You know, they got to play their brand of defense to try to limit Central from, you know, scoring as many points as they can. You know, Central, I think they went out – week one or two they played out in Cali I mean they, they play a national schedule they play beasts all the time you know offensively they gotta they've got to generate some points themselves they got to be able to run the ball a little bit and maybe maybe come up with a trick play or two on offense to get the passing game going just to score obviously as many points as you can get on the board because it's going to take a, a big effort I think on both sides of the ball even on special teams you know maybe a big return force some turnovers something like that. they they forced a lot of turnovers this year they need to do those things defensively, I think, to, to give themselves a shot. But, you know, what's what we talked about with the RPI shakeup is normally this Final Four game, you're still playing kind of close in your region. Mm-hmm. You know, so now that they flipped it, you could have some of these where you got to really travel, and that's, 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 I think that's a big deal. Now that could become – I don't think it's a cause to change it, but that's just, hey, schedule better, and yeah. then you could be the one seed and Miami Central's coming up here and vice versa and all, you know, all across the board. So 
that in itself is just going to be a tough thing just to have to go on the long bus ride. I don't know if they're planning on leaving Thursday. I don't know what their schedule or what they're planning on doing. But regardless, Miami Central is Miami Central, and they've been good. Like we said, one back-to-back. And, you know, I've always – you know, remembered Miami Central as just being a beast. Yeah, so, every every year. And so you, what you don't want to have happen is something similar when they got in the state championship and had to play another Miami team when they played Plantation. You don't want that to happen. Plantation started out with a flurry and just and then you, just, you never get a, when you're down get. when you're down. You just it's just hard. You just got to basically you just need to try to keep it as close as you can as possible and you know hopefully some balls bounce your way and you can you know be just in the ball game yeah and they're not an offense that's going to go out there and put up exactly 40 points a game right. so you've got to really lean on the strength of your team which is defense this year for Baker, Baker County and hope to just drag Miami Central into one of those slugfest kind of games where it's 24 20 or something along those lines I just don't think Baker County is is set up to have um, a shootout kind of game I, yeah, I think definitely it's not. Um, you know, you're looking back to that 2017 game where they played in the 5A championship and against Heritage, and um, just how um, disappointing was, that was yeah, because it was, blur, it was a blur, and it was 28 nothing. You, you do a finger snap, and you're down 21 yeah, nothing. You know, it reminded me of that uh, when Clay played uh, Heritage in this championship game years and years ago, and just got slaughtered. I mean, it was uh, not even close. So you've got to prevent yourself from getting into that big hole because, for one, you don't have an offense that you can catch up with. Right. Um, very similar to Clay when they played. Uh, heritage in that state championship game you've got to run centric attack um, defense is your kind of your hallmark and you've got to hope that game goes that way you can't get out of your comfort zone uh, and play from behind so I think Baker County defense 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 as I mentioned before Jamil Jones Ronnie Ellis defensive backs they've got 15 combined picks Orlando Holland what he did last week eight sacks against Wakulla um, just lean on those guys that got you there and hope that you can somehow force Miami Central out of its comfort zone and, um, you know, get into a little bit of a yeah, dogfight. That's basically the game plan for sure. That's definitely what they need to do. And I was hoping they were going to play Merritt Island. I was hoping yeah, for that game. Definitely. Um, it, that was the shakeup with the um, RPI, yep, right? Yeah. So Merritt Island has had Miami Killian beat Central. They would have been uh, Baker County, but going to Merritt Island, I think that's a more, more uh, favorable matchup for them. So um, tough one for the Baker County Wildcats, but – Again, the, the town loves that team. They shut down on Friday night. It's just a great atmosphere out there in McClenny. Um, they're going to be on the road this week. But, uh, you know, good experience for the kids. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Mays has coached in these type of games before. So, um, you know, he said, you know, let the kids enjoy the experience. You know what's on the line. Um, we just got to go out and perform. And I think that's uh, very, very true. Okay, region or, uh, Class 4A Bowls going to Coco. We've kind of expected this one all season long and just how it – how it shakes up, it, it kind of it comes where we thought it was going to come. Bowls Coco seems to be yep. a, a matchup that um, you know, kind of we talked about like University Christian and Trinity Christian. We thought was going to happen. Uh, UC Trinity that materialized, but Bowls Coco does. Bowls going down to Coco eight and two, ten and one. What are your thoughts on this game? Well, like I said before, you know Coco. This is not your average Coco team. Um, they've got a quarterback. I looked it up too. Uh, Davin, who trains with Denny, you know, he's a six points guy. Um, he's thrown for three, three grand, three stacks on the year. So that's like, when was the last time you said, Hey, Coco's quarterback's thrown for 3000 yards. You haven't, Yeah. you know, it's normally 3000 yards rushing, but then on the flip side, they've got a 1700 yard rusher, you know? So I think they have, I think they have over 5,000 yards on offense, 3000 passing, 2000 yeah, rushing. That's so, that's so different than yeah, a, that. So Coco they, team. they've got major balance. You know, so you can't just say, all right, we're going to load up and stop the run because that's all Coco does. No. 
They throw and that's it. what those Cocoa teams in the past did. <laughs> exactly. Very good one-dimensional they, they, they used teams. to almost run like similar to Bulls. They used to run like that wing T style stuff, you know, and, and, and all that, the veer and, and everything like that. But totally changed now with having major balance. And then you know they play great defense. And they played a schedule. I, lo- I looked it up too. Their one loss is to Venice, who is in one of the 8A Final Four mm-hmm. teams. They lost to them by one point. And the other team that they played in 8A is in the Final Four as well. They beat them by one, which is Treasure Coast. So they played a schedule as well. You know, they played two 8A teams who were in the Final Four. They lost one, won one. And then they've beaten the dog out of everybody else they played. Yeah, so, and that's, it's, so, it's so atypical of Coco because when you hear Coco – I mean, when Wilkinson was there, even when Ryan Schneider's early tenure of his career, it was, it was all run, all run, all yeah, run. Yeah, Ryan sure. Schneider's a former quarterback, too, so it's probably good for him to see uh, his team have that balance now because that yeah. was kind of the knock on Coco. You're an excellent run team, and I think that's what, you know, Coco played bowls here a couple years mm-hmm. ago in the state semifinals and lost a 2014 game, uh, but a one-dimensional team as well back then. And when you can take away that run, which, again, to me, Bowles is that one-dimensional team that's, this year. Exactly. That's that's kind of where, going back to where I thought Trinity would have success maybe, you know, basically say, hey, everybody knows Cade Frew's getting the ball. So that that's going to be the tough part is the quarterback play from uh, Bowles, DJ, and um, uh, Jackie Judge. They've got to they've got to complete some balls downfield. they got to make some plays in the passing game to help make, th- make sure the run game is open. Because you know Coco's going to basically sell out to say, hey, we know what you guys like to do. You got that big offensive line, but we're going to bring more than you can block, and we're going to shut eight down, and we're going to make you say, hey, quarterback, beat me. And I think that's what's going to be the, the – can they the, do that? That's going to be the test of the game. Yep. And, you know, right now I would say I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a tough order, plus you're going on the road. So, like, we'll see. It's one of those things is you got to show me something. So, like, you know, we'll see what if Bowles can do that. Everybody knows that that's the, that's the key of what they got to do, so now they got to go do it. Yep, and that's, you know, this is an unbelievable streak. But Bowles has played in 21 state semifinal games. Whew. They have won 19 in a row. Yeah, that's – 19 consecutive that's, state semifinal yeah, when wins. They, when they get to that point, they usually get there. So Yep. So, Bowles has been airtight in state semifinals, 2-0 under Matt Toblin. 17 and 0 under Corky Rogers. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty, um, pretty uh, that's pretty nice. I'm sorry, stat. 16 and 0 under Corky Rogers. That's so pretty darn impressive. That's definitely a nice stat for sure. So, we'll see if uh, the Bulldogs can keep it going on the road. And lastly, Trinity Christian going on the road, Orlando Christian Prep in class 2A. Um, you know, the expected Trinity to be here since they dropped to 2A, won the 3A title last year. Not not much of a surprise that Trinity's in this game. Big news last week was uh, the absence of Coach Verlin Dormany to an illness. Uh, he missed last week's game. And then just the unbelievable hard running of Trayon Webb at running back. We kind of touched on that earlier in the show. He's healthy. He's fresh. Low mileage. And you're seeing why he is going to be a massive recruit or wherever he signs uh, next year. Um, it's just an unbelievable back. When he is healthy and when he's moving, he is a monster to try and bring down. I don't think – I don't think uh, – I don't think Monroe wants to see Trayon Webb ever again after no. last week. Nearly 300 on the ground, um, over 300 he accounted for in total offense. Just a sledgehammer of a running back. I didn't expect Monroe to be in that game. Surprised they scored 22 points. Yeah, I mean they they scored obviously off the pick six, like we said. Then they had another late two touchdowns, you know, to make it respectable. I guess if you want to say, but really they were never in that game. You know, it was like 32 nothing at halftime, but. Like I said, you got to clean up those mistakes. You can't throw the pick sixes. You know, 
tie up some things on defense. But, I, again, Orlando Christian Prep, in my opinion, looking at their schedule, they haven't played anybody up to this caliber. I don't think they're going to be able to tackle three. I only think they'll be able to tackle four. So, you know, Trayon, Darnell Rogers, I think, again, continue to feast on these lower, their own classification type teams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the key is if they can get more even – like Ross hasn't even had to dial up any pass plays. You know, you're, just, you're throwing it just to, you know, just to throw it. But, you know, I think with good balance, with, you know, Colin throwing the ball downfield, stretching it a little bit with Fred and, and some of those guys, Xander, Ross – you know, balance is key, but if you could just hand it off to these guys and they could rip off 60, 70 yard runs all day, they're going to do it. Yeah, so it's true. I, th- I, mean, I, it, I think it's more of that this week, too. So I don't think anything changes. I think the formula is pretty much the same as the first two games. Yeah, I think Trinity wins this game going away. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing is ever uh, set in the playoffs. I go back to, I mean, that Bowls 96 team, and I go back to the Trinity Frostproof game <laughs> in 99. and <laughs> Um, you know, you can look at those two teams as um, unbelievable, dominant, overwhelming yeah. favorites, and they lose in the championship game um, of their respective seasons. So I think anything is possible, but I think in, in this matchup, Trinity, Orlando Christian Prep, I think Trinity um, not necessarily can name its score, but I do think Trinity wins this game uh, rather comfortably. So, okay, we've got those three games. How many are moving on? I think just the Conquerors, man. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough, tall, tall order for Baker to go on the road and beat Central. And I feel like right now, just you know, I'm rooting for Bulls. Obviously, I'm rooting for all of our guys. I hope they all move on. But you know, that Coco offense just seems like a little too much. I know that obviously Bulls' strength is their D, so that'll be a good matchup. I, I, I'd love to go see that game. I'd love to drive down to Coco this Friday night and go to that one. But um, yeah, I just I think it's a little bit too much for Bulls on offense to be able to say, hey, they're going to be able to throw it and run it on these guys and score enough points to, you know, to win the game. And then I think Trinity wins easy. So Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think we have we got three teams in Florida playing on Friday night. I think we got one survivor, that being Trinity Christian. I just think the road trip and then the uh, the town of Miami Central is going to be too much for Baker County. Um, and, you know, I think if that game gets into a shootout, if the Rockets score, you know, 20 points, it's going to be tough for Baker County to catch back up. Um, and I think Bowles – um, man, it's it's going to be a tough one. I'm looking forward to seeing that game heading down there on Friday yeah, yeah. night. So that's going to be a good one. Yeah, wacky things can happen in those games. It's kind of like those Bulls range games. Coco and Bulls know one another. Um, it, it, they played in championship games. They've played in uh, state semifinals. It's crazy things can happen, especially this point in the season. And um, but I think Bulls is probably going to come up short um, in that game. I think Coco is probably too versatile in that game. So I'm going to say we got one team out of three surviving and making the trek down to the state championship game. So that's it for Sponge Franklin and I, wrapping up another edition of the Varsity Podcast. We will talk to you next week about some, hopefully, some state State championship championship teams. Signing off. Thanks.